You're listening to episode 127 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Visit the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. 360 Vegas podcast is brought to you in part by tickets.accessvegas.com. For the best seats in Vegas and at concerts and sporting events around the world, try tickets.accessvegas.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Barrage. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. All right, let's talk about the League and Archer experiment. Yes, yes what, let's. What did you think of Archer? I don't think it's a bad show at all. Uh, I don't think it's a great show. I think it's just a good show. Um, it might be greater, or it might be gooder. <laughs> More gooder. Yes, it might be more gooder or more better if I were enjoying it with you. I watched three episodes. Well, I watched two and a half episodes of season two, the first three. Yeah. And I did I did find funny moments, but I, I don't know. I, I Maybe it's the reason for that might be because I was kind of expecting so much because of your gleaming reviews of it. Right. And maybe I had over expected, you know. But I, I thought it was funny. It had funny moments, but I was just kind of like, eh, I'm ready to move on to something else. I, I'm mildly convinced that you have an aversion to liking things that I suggest. You don't like That's Archer. That's not at all true. You don't like Arrested Development. You didn't like It's Always Sunny. The original British Office you don't like. I, I just, I, I think like, I, I like to think I know your sense of humor because it's similar to mine, but I seem to fail in every suggestion that I give you. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm trying to think of a suggestion you did give me that I did like. And I'm having trouble. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Trust me, I, I am well aware of my failure rate when it comes to but suggesting. You you did get me into Rock Band. That's a video game. That doesn't count. Well, it's something you suggested that I like. <laughs> so not all, so so not all is lost, Mark. Uh, fair enough. I just, it's a different I, medium. I have to accept that I. You know what's worse? Like, Karen has the same kind of aversion where I'll tell her something that I think is good, and she'll be like, yeah, all right. And then three months later, she's like, oh, my God, I love this. I'm like, oh, you fucking didn't like it at all. <laughs> Drives me nuts. I like wanted. I, said, I think if I sat down and watched the show with you, I would enjoy it much, much more. But watching it by myself, that was just kind of, eh, it's all right. That <sighs> breaks my heart. Especially because it's like I watched The League, and I fucking fell in love with it. I'm like, God damn, this is brilliant. <laughs> you know, how did I miss this? Like, ugh, whatever. How much of it did you end up watching? Um, about almost done with season two. Nice. And the yeah. only reason I stopped doing that is because I'm now also embracing video games. Uh, Tomb Raider, I got stuck at the end of like the first level with the boss, and of course that pissed me off. So then I ended up playing. Throw the controller down and stomp away. Well, I didn't throw, I, I'm an adult. Yeah, I didn't yeah. throw the controller down. I mean, I did stomp away, but the controller okay. was, you know, thoughtfully <laughs> placed. You wanted to you wanted to use the controller again later. 
Exactly, exactly. Oh my god, I used to be so bad at that in college. I remember we used to have, um, we used to play Sega Madden all the time, yeah. and it, it's, I don't, I don't know if it was just in the air or what it was, but we had like a collection of almost like like a like a pile of trophies of broken Sega controllers, because <laughs> <laughs> whoever was, I mean, because of course you know guys in college playing something like Madden. I mean, you don't just get beat, you get mocked mercilessly by everyone around you. Right, right. And I don't, and something about the corded, I don't, I don't know how many people will be able to appreciate this, or, you know, perhaps people our age are a little older, but the corded controller, mm. you can get so much velocity in that oh, thing. Oh, yeah. And just just shattering controllers. And I'm, the only real rule we had, we were like, no, 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 you can break the controller. You just, you know, of course you have to replace it. <laughs> right. But uh, I, uh, I definitely had my fair share of cracks in the back of my original NES controllers. <laughs> because when I got mad at it, throw them. I grabbed them and I just tried to split them in half. And like, that was like, that was my way of sort of getting that aggression out. And I did end up, you know, having little cracks in the back of the controller, but none of them, none of them ever rendered uh, uh, unusable. Oh no, ours, ours did. Uh, ours was, ours was kind of very WWF type, repeated yeah. smashing until actually kind of like uh, rocks, you know, rock stars do on stage when they want to break their guitar, they just beat it until it breaks. That was yeah. kind of what we used to do. <laughs> but I can yeah. say, Arkham, what is it, Arkham City? Uh -huh. Holy fucking shit! I can't get enough of this game. It's really good. Arkham Origins, the next one, is out too, and that's on that's on sale. You could pick that up too for probably under thirty bucks somewhere. Is that this? Is it the same? Because I kind of liken this to Batman meets Grand Theft Auto, where there's just so much wandering, so many it's just, side. It's missions. just like that. Yeah, it's just like that. Oh, except it's like so kind of a good. it's a prequel to Arkham Asylum. Yeah, yeah. Which I know you also played and enjoyed. So. Yeah. yeah. I think you'll really like that too, and it's also on the PS3. So I am thoroughly don't have to don't it. have to go next gen with your console yet. So uh, so happy that I've re-embraced other things that I enjoy in life. <laughs> Absolutely, you got to diversify. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I like to do. Diversity. I like I like old wooden ships. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Let's see. We got uh, we got some notes before we start the show. Yeah, the first one is is I'm gonna own up to I mispronounced Jackie Gon's name. I pronounced it Gagan, and it's the only thing I'll say is it's one of the disadvantages to book learning because I I had no idea how to pronounce his name. I didn't watch a whole lot of programming, television programming, or whatever that that referred to it. And I do think it's funny that Steve Wynn at at Mr. Gon's funeral mocked how many people would pretend that they knew Jackie and would say, Oh yeah, I'm big fans of Mr. Gagan. You know, so. Uh, I'm in. I'm in company, I guess, but whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we also wanted to wish Tropicana a happy birthday on April 4th. She turns 57, and uh, I got to say, some of the best work I've seen on the old lady. Yeah, she looks good these days. She's had some work and uh, is going to continue to have some work. So, and from the pictures I've seen, looks pretty good. Yeah, clearly she's uh, she's got a good surgeon. I'd hit that. <laughs> I'd hit that. There you go. Just for one night, though. Just for one night. No commitment. All right, onto <laughs> the random oh. Vegas. This week's Random Vegas, the average age of a Vegas visitor is 47, and the average cost of a show ticket in Vegas is 82.86. We got those from Vital Vegas. This, this statistic doesn't really surprise me. It does speak to the broad, fucking real broad appeal that Vegas has because it draws in such a wide range of people. And then if you figure most of the time, most people there aren't going to be going to Vegas, in, in most cases, aren't going to be going until they're at least 21. Mm -hmm. So right. I think this average is, it's exactly what I would expect. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. All right, on to the Vegas Mayor Review of the Week. This week's review is Linda's March 29th review of Luxor. She gave it five out of five chips. 
Yeah, Linda wrote, this was our first time staying at Luxor. I had no idea what to expect. We arrived very late, 12.30 in the morning. We were upgraded to a suite without even asking. Room was perfection, spotless, no smell of smoke. The softest bed linens and so quiet. We had the nicest staff from the cleaning lady, Hada from Yugoslavia. What a sweetheart to, to all the other staff. Uh, the young gal at the concierge desk was so helpful when our flight reservation, reserved seats were changed. Even the baggage guy out at the north entrance, very personable and helpful. I would certainly stay at Luxor again. Plus, using the, <laughs> it's so funny, I wanted, it's M Life, but it's all written together, so I wanted to say the MILF card. <laughs> uh, plus, using M Life card and using the free comps I got on my Vegas slots game, I saw two shows using my comps and got a free dinner. Enjoyed it all. See, the thing that I That's really. That's a comprehensive review, right there. It is, it is. And, it, and anybody who doesn't understand why you get comp rooms and comp things with my vegas that's exactly why that woman just had a phenomenal experience at luxor enjoyed some great shows she did some other reviews on those uh and that's exactly why they give away shit like this so you try things fall in love with it and then they get you coming back yep and then you tell other people about it yeah absolutely yeah. You know, angela actually wants to do the uh she wants to go to vegas and she wants to go to luxor just to go to the titanic exhibit that they have yeah that's the only reason why she wants to go there. I was going to say, you don't have to stay at the Luxor to see it. I don't know if she yeah, I know. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were watching, she was watching some documentary on the Titanic, and she was like, ooh, they have this in Vegas? Yeah, they do. They do. It's pretty cool. I, I've seen it before. I, I think the thing that I thought was the coolest was the giant block of uh, avalanche, or not avalanche, uh, fucking glacier uh, uh -huh. ice, ice, just iceberg. touching it, and you get an idea as to how cold that water is. Oh, yeah. man. That's a trip. Yeah. It must have been really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, you get people. used. It's cold when you first get in, but you get used to it. <laughs> yeah, your body adjusts. Right. <laughs> All right. And how about the Twit Pick of the Week? Uh, you know what? Before we do that, the mm. reviews have been kind of skimpy the last couple of weeks, so don't forget to share your Vegas misadventures via Vegas Made or Rate Music, if for only our own amusement. Yep, do that. Yeah. And once again, we're not affiliates with Vegas Made. I'm just saying that because literally I enjoy reading these and people haven't been writing them, so it's disappointing. <laughs> it's very sad. Yes. All right. So now on to the show pick of the week. Chroma Key is the hand of God, Brian. That is what I learned this week. Because our winner at... You have my attention. A, at A. Yurkunas was able to take a picture from the top of the stratosphere, capture the off-strip properties to the west of the strip, and put Circus Circus front and center and make it look elegant. Yes. Circus Circus building looks elegant, or as elegant as that building has ever looked before. Now, that being said, if the strip looked like this in real life, I think the strip would have died out years ago because it, it loses all the uniqueness that each of these buildings have, kind of the contrast and yet how they go together, how one building can be this bright neon pink flashing and the next building be something beautiful like Bellagio and they all kind of fit together. So. Specifically in this picture, I would say it's Rio's black, red, and purple, blue missing from the skyline. I would be in absolute travesty. But regardless, the picture looks sweet, and that is why it won. Absolutely. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. We'll put it on our Flickr page, Pinterest page, featured on our Facebook and Google Plus pages, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of the show you're hopefully enjoying right now. All right. With all that out of the way, let's move on to the news. first chunk of news for you this week palms beverage butler mark please go yeah this is just interesting vegas chatter did a story about a new service palms is offering to guests staying at the property 
and they call it the beverage butler. During prime check-in hours, a mixologist with a mobile cart will serve cocktails to guests while they're waiting to check in. Choices range from vodka, rum, and whiskey, and they'll run you about $5. And if you have to wait longer than five minutes for your drink, it's free. The Beverage Butler will be on duty Sunday through Thursday from 4 to 7 p.m. and Friday and Saturday at 4 to 8 p.m. <laughs> this, is, this goes to the concept of free booze in Vegas. Now it's like they don't even want you to wait until you check in. Like, we got to get them liquored up. The faster we get them liquored up, the shittier their bets are going to be. Let's go. You, you took the, the thought right out of my head there. Uh, that was exactly what I was thinking. I thought it was funny that they're, I'm, I'm surprised, with, with that said, I'm surprised they're even charging. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I guess they're they're not actively playing, so who knows for all you know for all they know they but oh they they might be staying here because they're getting a good deal, but then they're going somewhere else to play. So right. you can make that argument too. But um, yeah, you ultimately you took the the thought right out of my head. It's funny that they they don't want you waiting one second. We need you fucking hammered now. Right. This second. <laughs> Welcome. Would you like a drink? How about two? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, we'll see how it goes. I bet I, I'm giving it like three months. Yeah, I can't fathom. I mean, unless it's super popular, but I can't imagine it would be. No. No. Part of, part of the fun is going to the bar for the first time. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. Yep. All right, moving on. New Jubilee reviews. We've got a couple pieces of information on that. Yeah, Vital Vegas is reporting that reviews for the revamped Jubilee are predominantly bad. However, the majority of the examples fall into one of two categories. The first one, standard new show production kinks, which you wouldn't think there would be a whole lot of them considering this is just supposed to be a revamp but who knows maybe it's little things like this that they really focused on when they were doing that but the other complaints are from fans of the original production and, you know complaining that it isn't more like the original and truth is if the show wasn't already on its last leg they wouldn't have brought somebody in to fix it in the first place so right. odds are this was its only chance for survival and you're always going to have people like that who especially a show that's been around that long and you knew they were going to be the first ones to go to the show to be like oh it's not the same anymore you guys ruined it so whatever time's going to tell if this thing actually lasts i don't think there's too many broken-hearted people yeah uh you know i see the big sign whenever i'm walking through the you know the mid, mid strip area there and i never have any desire whatsoever to see anything like that but you know i'm not a huge show guy in vegas either right. so um you know obviously that may have something to do with it but like you said, you know, if it wasn't already suffering and dying out as it is, it was broken, it needed fixing, and maybe there's no saving it at all. Right, right. You know what would be weird, though? This is the last showgirl show with the big heads, headdresses, and while I've never thought that was interesting in the first place, I do think it would be interesting to see what Vegas is like where you couldn't... I mean, obviously, they could continue to be representatives for the city, but it would that's all they would be. There would literally not be another sh a show that, to tie them to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's time to move forward. Uh, right. you know, Don't know if I really care. <laughs> just, just thought no, I'd share I, that. You know, I, I think ultimately I'm just speaking to like kind of preserving that kind of that feel of a Vegas show from way back when when this this kind of production was popular mm -hmm. or more prevalent anyway. Right. Um, but you know, it's time to move forward and move uh, move on to something that's more uh, current, and more relevant to the times. I think. I agree. Yep. All right, move on to our next story. 800 Degrees Pizza is opening. Yes, another anchor tenant in the new Monte Carlo Strip frontage is opening soon. 800 Degrees Pizza announced that they will be opening April 4th. Those of you unfamiliar with the concept, it's like Pyro's concept, but claims to be faster. For those of you unfamiliar with Pyro's concept, it's like the Chipotle of pizza. You and if you're unfamiliar with Chipotle, right. 
I, I, I'm not going to help you. It's called Google. No, go help your fucking self. Right. <laughs> Where the fuck have you been? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Chipotle. Damn, those burritos are good. Oh, delicious. Mm. Anybody that wants to mock those, you're full of shit. Yeah. Anyway. Go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear your bullshit. Uh, you get to pick your sauce, cheese, and toppings all for one price. It's, it's literally the Chipotle model. Yep. And Karen and I are huge fans of it. You know this. Karen's not a, not a big pizza fan as it is. She's not a real big fan of any kind of a red sauce involved with her pizza. And No, I actually didn't know that. You didn't know that specifically? No, I, I didn't. Did you know that she just wasn't into pizza a whole lot? Nope, didn't know that. Huh. I know you are because you have the palate of a kindergartner, but... Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, am I wrong? Well, I mean, there is some... You've been accuracy. branching out a little bit more lately. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, fancy mac and cheese and... <laughs> I remember when you guys Expensive first came to our house, steak. and I, uh, when you first came to our house, and I was all nervous because I didn't want to be like a bad host. I'm like, I don't know what they want to eat because Mark likes this. Well, Mark likes nothing, and Karen <laughs> has more of a, a more mature palate. And I'm like, of course, I ask you, which may or may not have been a good idea, because I was like, Hey, is pizza okay? You're like, Yeah, pizza works. Pizza's good. We just like pepperoni. And I'll come to find out, she doesn't even like pizza, and she doesn't even like red sauce. So, <laughs> thanks for that. Well, you know, it, it, I, I'm constantly trying to get her to branch out. or stop branching out you know what's great is the older Harrison gets the more you already have food in your house that I would have no issue eating yeah he does like uh, he likes peanut butter and jelly a lot right now there you go there you go I imagine chicken fingers are going to be in his wheelhouse soon yeah absolutely there you go now you'll be able to find 800 degrees on the north of the property next to the double barrel they also plan to open a second location at SLS this summer. If you haven't tried it before, it's basically flatbread pizza. I would recommend it. I think Pyro's is fantastic, and I'm interested to see. Uh, definitely want to check out 800 Degrees. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. All right. Next up is a little bit of an interesting piece, and that is the Vegas Roofie Chronicles. Yes, Brian. I wanted to read that a little bit differently. Wait, wait, changed my changed my inflection. <laughs> We're going to tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> the Vegas Roofie Chronicles. Yes, here we go. Odds are, this is the first time and possibly the only reason it would ever happen in his life, but Blues Traveler frontman John Popper was roofied in Vegas last week. <laughs> <laughs> At a currently unspecified casino, my guess is Palms or Hard Rock, he went to the bar to grab a drink, and the next thing he remembers is waking up in his room. What's that? <laughs> that sounds like a good night, Brian. <laughs> sounds like a great night. Right. When he woke up, he found his wallet minus $10,000 in cash, minus his credit cards, his watch, and everything of value in the room gone. <laughs> hmm. Security video showed John talking to some guy at the bar and eventually him going to the room, to his room with a lady. You oh, know, that's cold, man. Yeah. You know what this reminds me of? Is <laughs> in a hangover, he's like, what are you saying, I was raped? <laughs> he's like, well, actually, no, no, it doesn't look like it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> Almost like he was disappointed, like, uh, ah, no, no, you're good. I guess, yeah. doesn't look like it. <laughs> right. All right, well, moving on to something sort of in the same wheelhouse-ish, and that is their story with a faux cop and real rape. Yes, right. <laughs> this has turned into something really, really awful this week. Uh, it, it has, but we're going to make light of it, because that's how we deal with, with bad things. That's how we deal world. with tragedy that's and right. we bad it. things. That's yes. right. And, and I cut myself. <laughs> a man previously convicted of impersonating a cop is at it again. Oh, he's at it oh, again. Oh, that crazy feller. <laughs> this that time, rascal. Right. <laughs> just kids getting into trouble. <laughs> this rascal just right. messing around. Right. <laughs> oh, you. What are we going to do with you? <laughs> this time, 
he pled not guilty to charges. He posed as a vice cop, approached two different escorts, discussed payments for service, then exposed himself, not only as an undercover cop, but apparently in other ways. And he is he now... He showed his penis to right. him. <laughs> That's code for dick look. His genitals. Right. <laughs> it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's for, for those of you who are, are very uh, technologically savvy, this is the live version of a dick pic. <laughs> he is up on 13 counts, the most amusing of which are three counts of open and gross lewdness. See, Brian, there's one thing about open lewdness, open but... Lewdness, but yes. This was gross. <laughs> this was just really <laughs> gross. And the other that amused me is two counts of oppression under the color of the office. <laughs> which, which color would that be, Mark? Right. It's like, you see these colors, Ambrosia? Start sucking. <laughs> they say taupe is soothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nothing else was funny about this story, so that's where we're going to end. No, it was horrible. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, moving on to something a little less dangerous-ish, I guess. No, not really. Uh, <laughs> Irish Vice in Vegas. Yes, yeah, kind of like CSI Miami. This is Irish Vice. Irish Vegas. Vice. This I like a, it, Mark. You've got it. You're onto something here. Thank you. Thank you. This is a great story. <laughs> yeah, the next Bruckheimer. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for not saying Michael Bay. <laughs> no, you're welcome. I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare insult you that badly. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. The Irish owners of the second best accent in the world, Brian. You know who's number they do. one? Actually, I agree with that. Do you know who's number one? Or who do you think is number one? I think the British. Scottish, Brian. Come on. Uh, I like British accent. British is number three. You think so? I, th I think Australian's four, and Canadian is uh, French Canadian is five. No, 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 not really French Canadian. Agree to disagree. A boot. <laughs> <laughs> I've given this some thought, Brian. <laughs> I can see that, yes. Right. More than I have. Mine was just kind of on the spot. Right. Johnny on the spot. As you've been known to be. Yes. Uh, two Irish tourists informed police that they were solicited by a man pimping a runaway teenager outside of the New York, New York. <laughs> See, this is yeah. why we clarified that this was Vegas, because this story could have easily happened in Manhattan. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. Again, with the help of the Irish, police found the 17-year-old in MGM and arrested her for being a minor in a casino. While in custody, she gave police permission to look through her phone where they found a collection of threatening texts from a man previously arrested on attempted murder, drug possession, intimidating public officers, kidnapping of a 28-year-old, and robbery. Jeez. He's a busy man. Yeah, he's uh, got a lot going on. Oh, and, oh, and also pimping the 17-year-old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she also got confirmation that that's what he was doing. That, that I think is where I was going with that. Okay. He is the 17-year-old's pimp, just in case my <laughs> rambling got, got confusing. <laughs> Police found. I was, I was lost in the labyrinth. Right. That's right. I know how to weave. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't. I clearly don't. Police found the pimp chilling at the Wild Wild West Casino, where he just so happened to be staying at with a different runaway teenager. Brian, see, you have to stay on top of your farm league. All right. It's <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like drafting a quarterback project. He needs guidance to reach his full potential. Do you think Aaron Rodgers would be as good as if he didn't sit behind uh, uh, fucking Brett Favre for four years? I say no, Brian. I say no. Man, that's debatable. But I feel a little dirty for having laughed at that. Yeah, there's more. Eventually, <laughs> the other teenager admitted that she, too, was a prostitute for the man, and she knew him only by the name Twilight. <laughs> which, which, Brian, I will say is a smart move, because you need to find something for the young people to identify with and, mm -hmm. and a whore role model like Kristen Stewart to aspire to. Now, she admitted to giving him $2,000 worth of her earnings in the last week. Jesus Christ. That's pretty lucrative. But I I'm assuming it's because of his vast knowledge and tutelage in the field. <laughs> but that's, uh, fuck, I hope that's 
Jesus Christ, please tell me that's that's all that's it no more than fifty or that's god damn. I, I wanna believe that she at least made four grand. And this guy's gouging her for half. Otherwise, it's, unli it's unlikely. Man. I know, right? She made thirty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> she cleared it after expenses. Yeah, a happy meal, right? <laughs> You're a kid. You get a happy meal. That's right. Good for you. A little pat on the head. Well done. Uh, toys are they giving out these days? <laughs> ooh, 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 can I get the Browns one? We don't know. They're all in secret packaging. We can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> it took the toy too, though, because he just wanted to realize his inner child. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Farm league, and he doesn't want to grow up. Toys are nope. kid. Uh, the, <laughs> the suspect was taken into custody, and the last adorable detail regarding these two boondock saints. Uh, <laughs> Great movie, by the way. Yes, yes. Uh, when propositioned by the first young lady, the Irishman offered to give her $100 so she didn't get in trouble but had no interest in having sex with her. That is adorable. What a nice, what a nice man. Yes, uh, I do have to give credit where credit is due. This story was brilliantly constructed by Anna Lay at the Las Vegas Sun. It read not far off from what we did. I just, you know, threw in my own sense of humor, but she, <laughs> she told the story. <laughs> that may be quite what. Well, yeah, I'm not listening. I'm not saying a tie brow, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good thing we're not journalists. Adorable. Let's move on to some more. Another genre of news, I guess, if you will. Uh, and that's Caesars uh, surprisingly closing Hera's Tunica. Yeah, it's been speculated for a while that Tunica would make its way onto the show, and that time has arrived, Brian. Mm -hmm. Caesars announced this week that they are closing the largest casino in Tunica and lay off 1,300 people on June 2nd. That's too bad. My grandparents really like going down there. Yeah. Well, Tunica used to be the third largest gaming market in the U.S., however, with the expansion of gaming pretty much all over the states, the market is adjusting. Caesar said the market is still strong with loyal players, but not enough to support three properties. Caesar's fans will still have the horseshoe and the roadhouse to enjoy in the market, which just so happens to be located in the most popular cluster of properties in the market, along with MGM's only property in Tunica, and also the largest building in the entire state, Gold Strike. In truth, the market has never fully recovered from the 2011 floods. Harris was the last property still actually located on the Mississippi River, a law that previously forced casinos to compromise with religious zealots and somehow go, well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's gambling, but it's not technically on land. And then you have, you know, hurricanes and shit and they're like, oh, now you don't have it at all. What do you think of that? Like, well, maybe it should go on land now. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been better if we still had it. Right, exactly. We should have thought this through. Uh, while Caesars made a point to complain about some property taxes being the big reason for closing, those who know Pretty much anything about the company, and obviously listen to this show, believe that this is just another way for them to save money and deal with its $21 billion debt. Mm -hmm. I do have to say, this Harris property, I think, was one of the nice in the entire market, but it was way too far removed from the rest of the market. I, it, it, intentionally, it was. it was. It was all intended to be a resort convention complex thing, but mm -hmm. it's just too far removed from these two major clusters, the most popular one. I shared with you, and they already have two different, uh, two different properties already in there. So right. it's disappointing. It was a really sharp property, but I, you know, it makes complete sense, especially for a company bleeding this bad. Yep. Well, if you say so, I believe it. Well, I, you should, because it's true. You could. Good then. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we're all in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now our final story. Oh, George Wallace. Uh, George Wallace, litigious, funny man. Yes. Or litigious, however you want to pronounce it. Whatever the fuck. I don't care. Yeah, I was right this time. <laughs> yeah. 
George Wallace isn't joking this time. Ugh. I've, ne I've never wanted to toss a thickly braided rope over a firmly stable rafter about two feet taller than I currently stand and I do right now, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> do go on. I couldn't help it. I, I was in an in interesting writing mood this week, so uh, <laughs> that came to mind, and I'm like, ooh, you know what would be great to share that and then commit suicide? <laughs> I, I won't commit to the latter, Brian. I'm too lazy. <laughs> Plus, I got Batman waiting for me as soon as we're done with this. So. You got to finish that up. It's right. It's quality. Uh, he's suing Bellagio for $9 million because of a leg injury he sustained. He sustained? He sustained. I don't know who was. Uh, in 2007, during a private performance. Bellagio claims Wallace carelessly and voluntarily assumed the risk of injury, which is a fair argument because the case could be made that he assumes a risk of injury every night he performs his awful act at the Flamingo. <laughs> and he's, and he's, he's also jeopardizing the, the mental well-being of the audience. Oh, I, I, I would say without a doubt he's, he's, he's degrading it, Brian. Mm -hmm. uh, it was also reported that Wallace reached an undisclosed settlement from the group he was entertaining HSBC card services last week. Possibly, probably, the real reason he surprised a lot of people and announced that he would end his residency at Flamingo last week because the fucker doesn't need money anymore. So, no. well done, George Wallace. Living the American dream, too. You did it. Yeah, suffer a minor injury or public humiliation and get rich off it. Way to not work. <laughs> Suck it, George Wallace. I hate you. I'm sort of envious in a way. Well, I know. Well, because we all want to live that dream, Brian. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for news. Uh, we do have some prop bets, and for those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news only with bits and pieces of, of news items. So for the first of uh, this week being Vegas Chatter is reporting that Tilted Kilt plans to open their link location in mid-May. Brian, the stage is being set for Karen and I to experience a whole new Las Vegas. Oh. I'm excited. Uh, this week, MGM Resort CEO Jim Murin lets slip that plans for an outdoor plaza similar to the one they are working on between New York, New York, and Monte Carlo are in the developmental stages to connect Excalibur to Mandalay Bay. Don't start developing opinions just yet, because as you may recall, while City Center was under construction, MGM was in the developmental stages to create City Center North on the north end of the Strip by, I think it was close to uh, Sahara at the time, and clearly that, that fell apart. So don't get too eager. They're going to want to see how this thing works. I don't necessarily like that, that concept. They're already kind of connected, but whatever. I don't care, ultimately. Yep. Holly Madison's 1920. <laughs> Subtle, subtle. Uh, Holly Madison's 1923 Bourbon and Burlesques is scheduled to open on April 17th. Yep. Forcing those behind the curve in human evolution, MGM <laughs> Resorts will now charge you $10 to book your reservation by phone. You know, I told somebody about this this week, and I think you're on the same page as me, but let me share you what I, what, how, I guess you could call it antisocial. I'd like to think of me as technologically progressive, Brian, but... I have actually gone, I mean, I, I'll go out of my way. I haven't seen a bank teller in probably 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, but I will go out of my way to avoid human interaction, if, if at all possible. Yeah, yeah, I mean, at least this, human, is, this is well documented. Yeah, uh, I mean, at least, you know, I, it's not that, you know, I would hang out with you, obviously, in, in a heartbeat. But it's that forced human interaction. Mm -hmm. But I've gone so far as that to... That we were speaking about just before the show, actually. Yes, actually we were. That's correct. Yeah. Mm, this is why we're close. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so close. <laughs> Some would say uncomfortably close. Those people would be wrong. Never too close. There's no such thing, Brian. Not in this, not in this relationship. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I had mentioned that I had literally attempted to purchase a pizza online 
and that company's website was having issues, and rather than call and order a pizza, I just went to another company and ordered their pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I would have done the same. Yes, yes. I, I, there's a new pizza place that opened up here in the small town ass crack of the United States that I live in. <laughs> and uh, they, it's the, the guy who owns it is from Chicago. I'm like, sweet, finally some decent fucking pizza around yeah, yeah. Guess what? Doesn't deliver. Sorry, guess you're not going to get my business. Because <laughs> I'm sure as shit not going to go pick it up. Right. <laughs> I don't know what the words takeout really mean. I know that they're used by some other people in the world, but <laughs> I'm not as familiar with it. Yes. I don't know what that is. I don't. I don't do takeout. Right? Why am I coming to you? You want me to eat your food? You fucking bring it over here. I don't, I don't go to even, a restaurant and then even, go into the goddamn kitchen and get the food. You bring it to me. I buy as much off of Amazon as possible. Like I get my toilet paper. I get oh. other toiletries and things. Nice. Everything that I possibly can off of Amazon because I don't want to go out. I just want it delivered right to my doorstep. And actually, I'll wait till the delivery person walks away and gets in his truck and leaves, and then I'll go out and I'll collect my merch. You know, here's something I'll, I wonder if you wouldn't get into. I've been thinking about this a lot. I know the movie industry has been fighting this, a move to this, but I know there's still a pretty pretty strong movement. One of the things that a lot of these, um, the, the major studios are trying to do or kicking around the idea of doing is the same day that a movie comes out in movie theaters, it's also available on demand. Now, of course, it would be more expensive because it's right in your home, mm -hmm. but Pretty much, it would you know if it costs twenty dollars, Brian, you were going to pay that to go to a movie for two people anyway. So yeah. the idea that they have is, with all the you know how inexpensive giant flat screen TVs are and surround sound systems and how many people have these giant theater rooms, a lot of people don't want to go out to a movie theater to watch a movie. They'd rather just wait until it comes out on Blu-ray or Netflix or whatever sure. the case is. And the studios don't like it because their argument is, well, and it's not even, actually, it's not the studios. It's the theaters that are arguing because, obviously, that they hold all the power right now. You have to wait right. until you get it. I would easily spend $30 for a movie to watch it in my home that the day it came out as opposed to going. I would pay $40 as opposed to getting up and going to a movie theater just because I would look at it like, well, I get the opportunity to watch it right here. Of course, it's at a premium. I can invite a bunch of people over. You know, we can all watch mm -hmm. it here. So I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I like it. Uh, there, there is a, a limit for me, of course, uh, just as I'm sure that would be for you too. But yeah, yeah. yeah I, I do like that idea a lot, actually. Yeah. And uh, it, I, I plan on doing a theater room in my new house as it is. And that, the, the notion of being able to do that is very exciting. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I, I really hope it goes there. Of course, theater is going to fight it for a while, but uh, it actually, I like. I do like going to. The, in fairness, I do like going to the theater, and you know, I, I don't hate people. I just prefer to filter how much interaction I have. And going to a movie, you're not going to have to deal with a whole lot of interaction. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't, I don't like going, I don't like going opening night. I like going like opening day or the Saturday morning after. Yeah. And that's something that we grew fond of uh, living in Orlando was, you know, we're always surrounded by people and trying to go to downtown Disney or to Universal City Walk opening night for a big movie. Right. That's a disaster. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Total fucking disaster. So what we did was instead of waiting and seeing it and dealing with the people and finding places to park and do things like that on Friday nights, we would just go and get up at a reasonable time on Saturday morning and go see it when no one was there. Oh, and that's it was funny. fantastic. We used to do that all the time. And when we were still in Chicago, we I hadn't seen a movie in a regular movie theater in God knows how long. And well, mm -hmm. except the uh, that I picked that was down the street from me. That you know, that's the whole. That was very thing. conveniently located. Yeah, that, I mean too, that yeah. that was different. But other than that, everything I had done was all IMAX. 
stuff. Right. That's the only thing that could get me out. And it's not that it's it's not that I'm so antisocial that I don't want to be around those people. The the things that I don't like is I have to go at a certain time. When I get there to get a decent seat, now I got to sit for another 15 minutes until it actually starts, and you know I don't have the convenience of pausing and going to the bathroom or any kind of thing like that. So that's the worst. That's yeah. my biggest issue with with right. going out in public to, to watch a movie. It's like it's so much more convenient to sit down and be like, you want to watch a movie? Boom, we're watching a movie right fucking now. I'm not waiting. Actually, for Actually, let's 10 go. Minutes. Let's let's take a quick break now and go to the bathroom and get food or get snacks or refill your drink or whatever it is. And yeah, and and I would be. I would be really happy with something like that to be able to enjoy that in my home. I have to believe with video on demand and its popularity, whether these big giant studio productions are, are, are going to conform to it in the next decade or so, we'll see. But uh, I don't think it's going to hurt theaters too badly. I don't think so either. I think people still are going to be like, no, nah, I still want to go out and have the experience of going to a movie. And it, it is enjoyable. It definitely is. I uh, I'll still do that, too. I absolutely, completely agree with you. I think it's just there's two different types of people. There are people who, oh, my God, i got to see this movie. i got to get out there. And then there are people like me like, man, I'm really looking forward to that. I just don't want to go through the hassle. But if it's right in front of me, boom, I'm all over this. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Back to more prop bets. <laughs> Continuing their evolution into a casino, Cosmopolitan continues to expand their offers. Vegas Shatter is now reporting the property has converted much of the Q-Bar's public space into a gambling lounge, offering a few table games, predominantly Pygal Poker. Uh, they also reported that Cosmopolitan is also utilizing holographic gaming technology. No word where you can find it on the casino floor, however. I love to see that this place is evolving. It's, oh, I, I, love, I love that property. That's my favorite. Yeah, absolutely. Apparently, oh, show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently someone, various writers think we should know, a person by the name of Nene Leakes, a celebrity of a reality show, Oxymoron, will join the <laughs> cast of Cirque's Zoomanity for 10 shows starting June 27th. You know, I was going to Google who this person is, but then I just decided to go on living my life. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Only that's time's going to tell, Brian, but I think I made the right decision. I'm sure you did, <laughs> as, you, as you so often do. I, I think things through, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Siegfried, Siegfried and Roy sadly announced via their Facebook page that Montecor, their tiger that quote-unquote saved Roy on stage, <laughs> died last week at the age of 17. You know, saved or eaten or, you know, whatever. It's all up for interpretation, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> now, just like resort fees, it's time to accept it and enjoy what we've got while we have it. Venetian and Palazzo. Previously home to Quality 3-2 Blackjack has now moved the majority of their games to 6-5. Yeah, like most properties, if you look hard enough, you'll still be able to find some 3-2, but for those of you who are hardcore players, you can still take advantage of this on Fremont Street, and if you look closely, like I said, you should be able to find them hidden in a corner in a certain S property. Select yeah. properties. It's disappointing, but it sucks. What are you going to do? Yeah. It's the way of the future, apparently. Yep. Who knows? If enough people complain about it, they'll, maybe they'll change it. I don't know. Shooting from the hip on that one, Mark. <laughs> I've Shooting got no the... information to back up that claim. <laughs> no. High Roller has begun operation. However, we'll use their employees for its test runs. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets for the public will go on sale Monday when the ride is expected to open to the public. Brian, it's a perk to be part of the test runs. There's no danger involved. <laughs> like, you've worked hard. Risk your life. Get on here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, SLS unveiled a promo that has little to nothing to do with the actual information that accompanied it, and that is that their SLS Vegas Day Night Club will be known as Life and will be a 20,000-square-foot space anchored by a rooftop pool. It was also announced that Sayers Club will be another 
Club at the property. No word if the previously announced Foxtel Club will still be coming. We'll have a link to this stupid promo video. I'm not even going to watch it because that's how little I care about it. You shouldn't. Don't care. Saving you. Continuing to not understand or care about how business works, the culinary <laughs> workers have voted to strike against the smaller properties that have not come to contract agreements with them like the monster corporations like Caesars and MGM have been able to. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and our last prop bet. In an interview with Vegas Shatter, some details and more sneak peeks of the new and future Twit Pick of the Week views were shared from atop the Cromwell. One detail particularly amusing was in a conversation about the cost of going to a nightclub has gotten out of control in Vegas in the last couple of years. They pledged to not conform to that because they aren't going to spend half a million dollars on a DJ and they won't need to charge $150 a ticket or $20,000 for table service. At Dre's, you'll be able to get a table for five, seven grand tops, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> thrifty. Uh, thrifty is what, <laughs> what the experience you'll have at Dre's. <laughs> <laughs> for the more for the more frugal the, the fiscally <laughs> responsible <Bunsors>. Brian <laughs> more cost conscious that's right. that's right I like that we have this large offering it's it's room Brian there's room for everybody <laughs> <laughs> all budgets all budgets all right well that'll do it for news and profits let's move on to playing Vegas Time for Playing Vegas, a segment of our show where we share with you upcoming entertainment opportunities outside of the normal residencies coming up in the next week. On Friday, Rob Thomas is performing at the Pearl at Palms. show is set to start at 8 p.m. Tickets will run you $72 and up. Friday and Saturday, Rascal Flats and Keith Urban are headlining Link's first two-day concert event. show starts at 3 p.m. Tickets start at $64. You know how many pictures are going to be... T- because this stage is like right in front of the high roller. This is... I mean, it's pretty brilliant in their case to be able to because you know every time they have a concert there loads of PR photos are going to be taken and shown it's it's clever I'm looking forward um, well I'm not looking forward to Rascal Flatts and Keith Urban but I'm looking forward yeah, to, well, yeah. I'm I looking mean, forward pe- to somebody people, with talent people do for some reason and I just don't understand it no I don't get it either uh, Friday and Sunday Kevin James and Ray Romano are performing at the Mirage show starts at 10pm tickets will start at 153 bucks. Jeff Ross is at the Mirage. Show's going to start at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $40. Ugh. And the Country Music Awards are at the MGM Grand. Show starts at 7.30. Tickets start at $192. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like country. No. It's just, I mean, it's, it, we're not ju- No, we're judging it. <laughs> I, I'm not judging people who like country. I mean, uh, a little. but Right? I mean, I'm, I, I question your taste or, you know, but no, I'm not. Listen. Teach them. You're allowed to like shitty music. Everybody's allowed to. Sure. Absolutely. Well, you and I both have moved recently to parts of the country where this sort of music is more prominent. I have I actually gotten lucky. Nashville seems to be the, the, the primary hub of country music. Oh, and this yeah, seems to be true. more yeah. rock and blues. Well, so Every once in a yep. while, I do see somebody in cowboy boots, and I mock them. <laughs> <laughs> Even if just privately to yourself. Well, uh, Brian, I'm not a dick. It's called manners. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. All right, well, that'll do it for playing Vegas. Let's move on to Vegas deals.
don't have any. I've been, you know, I'm sure they're out there, but uh, you, know, you just I, have to do your own work. I it? haven't really been in the mood lately, so you know, I, I, yeah. I don't work for you people. <laughs> <laughs> when it amuses me, I'll share them. All right. <laughs> Still, your donations are appreciated. <laughs> is, that, is that? I'm sorry. Was that? That was your line. Right. I mean, I mean, let's let's make that clear. I, mean, I think there's still enough effort being put into this show. To, yeah, I feel weird. Yeah. Well, with that said, let's move on to coming attractions. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. Do it. Yes. Jethro Tull featuring Ian Anderson is at the Pearl at Palms on Friday, September 19th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 62 bucks. You know, Brian, I like Jethro Tull better than Metallica. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a callback to a joke that you're apparently too young to know. Yes. Yeah. Oh well, Brooklyn Bowl. I'm not announced. that much. I'm not that much younger than you. What happened in the '80s? Well, yeah, I was born in the '80s. Okay, well, Brian, I'm pretty sure it, it was one of the first Billboard when Billboard first started doing a metal category, and Jethro mm-hmm. Tull is not metal, but they beat Metallica out for best metal album, and it was a oh, big I joke, and all they did was mock them. And well, see, now I understand. Well, there you go. Thank you. I'm glad that. I've educated you. Thank you for that knowledge. You're welcome. You are welcome. You're born I love getting lost in the labyrinth of your data. Oh, see. Brooklyn Bull announced <laughs> Lauren Hill <laughs> announced that Lauren Hill is performing that one amazing album she did like ten years ago before she became a weed fueled breeding farm for the Marley name. Uh, <laughs> anyway, she'll be performing at their bowling alley Wednesday, May fourteenth. Show is going to start at nine p.m. Tickets start at sixty dollars. I almost said like I, I immediately always think of Killing Me Softly, but that wasn't even Lauren Hill. That was the Fugees. Well, she was, you know, she was obviously the featured singer in there, but yeah, right, it's it not wasn't her solo just work. her. Right. Yeah, it wasn't part of the miseducation of Lauren Hill. It wasn't part of that album. Although, yeah, actually, pretty much the only thing that anybody else in the Proz or uh, Wyclef did is that one time, one time. <laughs> it's like it was well, pretty Wyclef, much. Was but hurt. see, the thing was, Wyclef was always more into production anyway. So he. Well, right. Well, he's very similar to Will. I am no. Well, he doesn't steal as much music as Will. I am. I don't uh, think. All right. You know, let's, I wouldn't think so anyway. Let's not judge it. Will I steal? Will I steal? <laughs> Will, will I theft? Will I borrow? Will, 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 <laughs> will I borrow without permission? Will, yes, will. <laughs> will I pay a shit ton in legal retainers? <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> All right. Uh, yes is performing at the joint at Hard Rock. I don't know why, though. On Friday, August 15th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 58 bucks. It always, I'm, not, I'm not judging, though. No, it always amuses me. When you see these promo shots of bands like Yes, who have been around since the fucking 70s, mm-hmm. and they're all trying to look, you know, like your standard promo photo session or whatever, trying mm-hmm. to look cool, and you can't help but look at them and go like, going, oh my God, you're all retired. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at all of you, you're so old. <laughs> it's like uh, Aerosmith now. Oh, oh, they God. all look so bad. Yeah, yeah. Thank- thankfully, they haven't gone the stretchy face look, so I'm yeah. a fan of that. Allow your face to sag, Steven Tyler. Allow it to sag. Uh, <laughs> once again, Vegas Shatter demonstrates that they are the source for the latest in Vegas news, or at least one of them. Vital Vegas is pretty good, too. It was confirmed this week that New Kids on the Block will have a four-night residency at the Access Theater at Planet Hollywood Thursday through Sunday, July 10th through the 13th. Shows start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $38. 
this only leaves Jeff Foxworthy and Larry the Cable Guy to be confirmed for Vegas Shatter to be batting a thousand on the the rumored new residencies. But well done, Brian. I won't lie to you. It's been well documented that uh, they have the right stuff. <laughs> it's been it's been widely documented. I mean, they hung um, tough. They fought step by step, and now they are back for the summertime. Um, I can tell you know, by the tone that you won't be loving me forever, Brian. I will say this, Mark. I will say that at least they have priced their tickets reasonably. Brian, please don't go. You know, usually when you have, <laughs> usually when you have old washed-up has-beens like New Kids on the Block, uh, you know, they come back because guess what? All the money's gone. And well, the ladies um, love them some New Kids, Brian. They really do. But see, like, like I said, I'm pleasantly surprised that at the very least they have. Uh, offered their tickets at a decent price point. <laughs> I don't have any more, I promise. That, it took some, some homework to pull that off, and you regarded it exactly the way I'd hoped. <laughs> well, I'm glad to Just deliver as you down. expected. Mm. Yep. You always deliver the way I expect. <laughs> full. <laughs> Balls deep full. <laughs> it's just too much flattery for me. <laughs> but thanks. All right, Cat Williams is at the joint at Hard Rock on Sunday, May 25th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at 35 bucks. Tamar Braxton is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay Friday, June 20th. Show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $38. Chelsea Handler is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmo. Ha, ah, that's funny. <laughs> Chelsea's going to be at the Chelsea at, get it. Uh, at Cosmopolitan on Friday and Saturday, June 13th and 14th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at $106. Cheryl Crow is performing at the Container Park in downtown Las Vegas. Show's going to start at 6 p.m. Tickets start at $40. Proceeds from the performance will go to Feed the Children. Or, or Brian, here's another option. Perhaps proceeds <laughs> should go to birth control. So people you know, who don't have fucking jobs don't have fucking kids that require them to ask me to feed them. It's called natural selection, Brian. Let nature take its course. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and leave it there. Also, yeah. also, though, suffering does build character. Uh, I'm going to leave it right there. I'm just saying, I, we're raising a breed of pussies, Brian. I'm just calling it right there. Let's, we're, we're all thinking it. I feel like at this point, it's important for me to remind listeners that you shouldn't forget you can find links to purchase <laughs> tickets to these and all the artists we report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's check the river. Actually, no river this week. These guys are slipping. Weak sauce. Jesus, what the, what's the matter with people? How many how many contributors do we have? And we've somehow come down to, uh, well, nobody did anything. You all, you all, <laughs> you have all failed me. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're happy. <laughs> uh, we do have some listener feedback. That however, we which, have, Brian. Yes. This time from Jeremy Fleming. He didn't feel the need to send a note in addition to his generosity, and right he is. However, I would like to think that if he would have written something, Brian, it would have went a little bit like this. <laughs> <laughs> and the glory of Vegas came upon them, and they were so afraid. For one day, they would have to leave this place and return home. But Mark said, fear not, for I give you tidings of great joy. For once a week, you can find on the internet the 360 Vegas podcast. <laughs> tis, tis good. <laughs> and this shall be a sign unto you. Reach deep within thine pockets and show thine gratitude. 
but keep the fucking frankincense and mirror at home. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> I, love it. just, I mean, something like that is what I would guess that he would, he would have written. <laughs> I, I think I'm right, Ryan. I got a, I got a pretty strong hunt. You got a pretty good uh, bullshit meter here. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. <laughs> I was trying to think of something to add to it, but I'm like, you know what? Don't mess with a good thing. Thank you. Don't mess with a good thing. <laughs> Thy cup runneth over. <laughs> <laughs> and we also received a PayPal donation from longtime listener and actually our first proclaimed cell, uh, super fan of the show, Lisa MP22. Yes, and. She also didn't feel the, the need to write, and she, she was right. She doesn't need to. However, Brian, if she were inclined <laughs> to write. <laughs> I'm sensing that you took it upon yourself to speak for her. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm an intermediary for her, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, the, you're, you're the mouthpiece of the listener oh, that's, base. That's right. That's right. Through osmosis, I've learned what she would have said <laughs> if she chose to. And what she would have said, Brian, is, I totally agree with everything that last guy said. Although I'm not really sure in this scenario how Lisa could have possibly known what Jeremy was going to say or what I was going to think that Jeremy was going to say. But, mm -hmm. you know, if you start putting things under a microscope, Brian, nothing's going to make any sense. <laughs> Very proud of myself this week. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're in rare form. Thank you. Form. Okay, well, we uh, that's going to do it. We actually have part, actually part of listener feedback. We do have an email. Go ahead and take the email, Mark. We got this one from John Williams. He writes, whenever I go to Vegas, I make a point of going to Secret Pizza at least once. Are there any places that you guys never miss when you visit Vegas? Cheers, John. you have any, Brian? I mean, you haven't gone. I mean, it's not a regular thing for you, but. The last couple of times I have gone, I make it a point to go to Planet Dailies for breakfast. I'd like to rub that breakfast all over myself. <laughs> Bask in its glory. Like, sir, stop rolling on the goddamn creme brulee French toast. on the, That floor, that carpet is dirty. I got it. They, they have a tremendous breakfast, Sean. Oh, my um, God. Lunch, too. They're fantastic. And that yeah. is one that I never miss when we go. Fuck, I couldn't if I wanted to. You know my wife. Yeah, right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it, they have phenomenal food. Actually, they have a huge offering, too. I actually liked so much that I started doing uh, for a very brief period of time because I started getting really fat. I started doing the <laughs> Bananas Foster waffles here at home. Oh, get out of here. No, I, I won't. <laughs> I'm, not going, I'm not going anywhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but I did do that, and uh, they were quite good. But, yeah, it's, it's a great place for pretty much any meal. Uh, for me, particularly breakfast. I'm a big breakfast guy. I love That's my favorite meal of the day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where I, I make it a point to go there. That's definitely one on my list of things to do. Secret Pizza is another one. And then there's a couple that, I, like, this show has really encouraged me to not stay within those ruts. But the thing that I fight all the time is Earl's Sandwich. That's always in the forefront of my mind. Earl's Sandwich is fantastic. Yes. Uh, PBR Rock Bar is another one that's always yeah, right they have up there. The, what is that? The Doritos? Doritos something. Crusted Mac and Cheese. That's it. Yep, um, I couldn't think of it. But the yep. cheese and wine offering down at Tender at Luxor, that has become a staple where I just can't get away with it. That's just, you hang out, you know, enjoy some, some quality fancy cheeses and and uh, look at the, at the beautiful Luxor casino scenery in front of you. I absolutely love, love that place. And then Who stacks, doesn't like cheese? Who doesn't like cheese? I, I, I fucking, I, I challenge anyone to tell oh me you don't God, like cheese. Oh my God, it's fantastic. And I'll call you a goddamn liar. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, the other one that I fight all the time is Stack at Mirage. I don't, I, I'm a huge, giant fan of, of that place. But I think what it, what it really is, what I always try to do, for one, is something new every time and, and try to limit the things that I keep going back to. But to your point, Secret Pizza and Plant Dailies, I cannot avoid. I can't do it. Yeah. No, they're too good. Um, too good to pass up. But the one thing that I do like about the every property having like a, a burger place and a steak place and this and mm -hmm. that, that's what I like to try all the time. So that's kind of like my must do is I must try something new. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you've sort of made it your uh, kind of a kind of a, a new it's hobby like a, for you is to try everything at some point or another. That's right. At least it's anything like a, that interests you. Absolutely, it's like a quest of mine. I want to stay at every property. I want to try anything that you know I can find. You know, spiffed that up. That looks at least reasonably right. appealing. That yeah. I can actually eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I see your menu. What's well, wait a minute? What's in this mac and cheese? I need, <laughs> Nothing I, too fancy. I need to know all the ingredients in this mac and cheese. <laughs> if this menu contains truffle oil on any dish, it's, this place is not for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, yep. So that's it for our, our response there. Um, definitely go try Planet Dealers if you haven't. I think we can both agree on that, Mark. Absolutely. Another one that I'm actually testing out that I think might be Planet Dailies esque mm -hmm. is the Pyramid Cafe. The last time Karen and I went there, we had a phenomenal breakfast at Luxor. And... It was one of those things that, you know, I mean, as picky as I am, I looked at the menu and I could have easily picked from like five other things. So that's yeah. definitely another one I want to give a shot to nice. see if that doesn't doesn't rival Planet Dailies. But Planet Dailies is undefeated. I, I knock on wood. I never had not just something good, but something great. Like every did, time. Did you, you know, one of the times we were there together, you had the banana split French toast, right? Right, right. That was a formidable plate of food. Yeah, I mean, and that that was something that was beyond my my wheelhouse, mm -hmm. and but it was still good. It was just too much for me. So it's it like was I very could, very sweet. It was. Oh, yeah. had a lot of uh, a lot of sugar on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it, re it really was. But yeah. still, it was fantastic. Just not for my palate. Yeah, right. So there you go, John. Go out there and try yourself some fucking Planet Dailies, mm. or anything else that Mark recommended. Yeah, anything I say you should do. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> but within reason. No, no, not with the memory. Just a complete. <laughs> Don't even think about it. Just, just, just do it. Just put it in your mouth. That's right. Just go. Or what? What? Wait a, wait a minute. What are we talking about? What happened here? Sorry, I got a little off track there. Right. <laughs> just, gonna, we're just joking. Those are just jokes. <laughs> That's going to do it for episode 127. We thank you all very much for listening, downloading the show each and every week. We very much appreciate it. If you'd like to take a look at any of the stories that we referenced on this week's show, you can go check those out on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to send us some feedback or some questions like John did, you can do that at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Also, feel free to help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes, good, bad, or indifferent. We'll read all the reviews on the show. We love it, especially the bad ones. Love it. Fucking love it. I like oh, when you God. hate me. Oh, God, hate me. Hate me so bad. <laughs> <laughs> And we're all over social media. Well, and by we, I mean Mark. Um, although I like to go in spurts. <laughs> I like to make a, a, a biannual contribution. It's It's been well documented that you love to spurt amongst the face, <laughs> neck, and chest. <laughs> and so does Barbie, apparently. <laughs> there we go. I, I was I was actually I had I had it open I was like you know what I just saw this today this is funny I'm gonna share this <laughs> I'm glad I did because it seemed like a couple people at least got some enjoyment out of it well, I like to believe that our uh, our listeners are a little cutting edge they're a little yeah a little fucked up like us yeah well why else would you be listening <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget you can support the show very easily when you shop at Amazon just go to the blog click on the banner boom that's it boom nothing further is required yes. 
So that's it. I don't have anything. Uh, I have nothing else, Brian. I, I want to try and save Gotham City, so I've got to get to it. You better get to it. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs> see you guys.